Hey, girl. Grab your headphones. You know I'm not that friend that you can have on the speakerphone. <laughs> this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. This is a space for the grown folks, so sit back, relax, and get ready for takeoff, baby, because we are about to be fly. It ain't about a midlife crisis, but it's all about midlife flyness. Let's go. Hey, girl, it's the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra. How are you? How you doing? Come on in. Come on in. Sat on down. Are you a post-recovery of cookouts and all of the things from the 4th of July? <laughs> 4th of July for, for what is 4th of July to the slave? Hmm. Uh, or the ancestors of the enslaved? correct enslaved humans I always have a problem with the word slave because we need to know that we talking about people right so what did I do hmm, I celebrated uh Tuskegee University was founded on July the 4th of 1881 so that is what we normally do around here we have cookouts celebrating Tuskegee <laughs> of course it's a time to be with family and friends and all that good stuff and I hope that you had an opportunity to do that it was a wonderful weather where I am located and so it was great and I got a chance to go to an outdoor concert y'all <gasps> and be around people <gasps> and it just was so black <laughs> I miss my people. I miss them so, so, so much. Um, I it was so good to be. We went to Anthony uh, Hamilton concert, and y'all know Amp can sing. Amp can Amp can sing. He's of course he's not going to be Anthony to his cousins. His name is Amp. <laughs> That's what you call your cousin Anthony, your daddy, or whoever, your uncle, your uncle Amp. Yeah. So we went to uh, Anthony Hamilton concert, and it was amazing. It was great. It was, you know what? It, of course, Anthony can sing and it was a great vibe, but I'm telling you, it was the energy of being around people, of being around black folks, uh, you know, the, 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 having a DJ and you're outside and, and it's, you know, you were in this venue, you could bring food, right? So you bring all your, your fancy dishes or your, your, your shrimps and whatever else you want to bring. So this venue, you could bring liquor, you know, you can bring in your snacks, the whole thing. So of course that makes for a, a great vibe when you don't have to necessarily go to the concession stand. You could bring your own macaroni and cheese. You could bring your table settings. You could bring your linen. You could bring your little, little um, candles and all of the beautiful things that come with being around black people, just allowing themselves to be just free and in the moment. I love those moments so much. And so to be at a concert was great. That was wonderful because the last thing that we were set to do, I was supposed to go see Jill Scott right before we went into lockdown. And Jill's one of my favorites. Jill is one of my all time favorites. I think I've seen Jill Scott in concert probably 30 times. I'm not lying. Um, she just never a bad show. And so that March 9th in 2019, right before we went into lockdown, um, 
I had, we had just got tickets like the day before or two days before that we all went to two days. It was coming. It was, it was upcoming. Y'all know what I mean. It was coming. It was the concert was on the way. And, um, we, it was canceled. And so most of my summers, I normally travel, um, do family trips and things like that. But I also do a lot of concerts, a lot of concerts. And I love an outdoor venue, even if it's hot outside or whatever. I just love the, the, the vibe, the, the collective vibe of attending concerts, especially like, you know, in the range of, you know, the midlife range. The, the music that we listen to at this point is pretty old or it's rare that it's new. Um, it might have cut off around the 90s. Right. Because I'm not listening to little baby love. Now, I like love somebody's and somebody else's, but I'm not going to their concert. Number one, I'm too old. Number two, I'm too old. Number three, day too rowdy for me. <laughs> I like my concerts. Like I said, I like to be able to bring me some shrimps and some wine and, you know, a charcuterie board and all of those fancy things. And so, yeah, so uh, it was amazing. It was just amazing to just be in that space. So that is what I've been up to in my actual for real, for real life. I in IRL in my real life. What's going on on the internets and the tubes and the whatever. So pissed about Shakari Richardson. So pissed about Bill Cosby. So, so pissed about these damn swim caps that they don't want sisters to wear because they don't fit the standard head. So we supposed to shave our hair. Child, the attack on black women, it is non-ceasing, never stopping and tired and we're tired of it uh, I love to see the young people who are out there reclaiming their space and uh, not with the fuck shit I love it I love I'm, I'm I'm right there with y'all I'm right there with you listen I can't hit the streets but uh holla because I can write a mean letter y'all going on outside and let us handle the indoor stuff you know because y'all get on the phone and, and don't know how to code switch enough because you're just like we don't do any of those things y'all grew up with that shit but it's still a space for it it's still a space for it let auntie and them get on the phone and y'all going on out there and getting the street we worked the whole both sides of this thing but shikari richardson my god I am so sorry, baby. I know you might never, ever hear anything from this, but I hope that you feel this energy out in the world that weed after her mama died and weed not even if her mama hadn't died. I don't know. I'm not no weed expert, but I've never known weed to make people run faster. And that is probably the least of my concern in Shikari. So let me just back up. If you aren't following the story, Shikari Richardson broke like all kinds of, you know, records with the nails and the hair, running the hundred meter dash, doing the damn thing. Right. And, um, the, and of course, as soon as she goes up, people find old tweets, they find old behaviors, all the things that, you know, she would have to account for. Right. She'd have to say something. But then they say that she, she was drug tested and they found that she had weed in her system. Most of this country, weed is legal. Uh, so that means that if it's a banned substance, then it, it needs to change. I would imagine sometime soon. But weed. Fine. But then the way that people are mistreating this 21 year old young woman as though they themselves had never been doing stuff 
is 20 year olds. So that I'm like I said, I'm not going in the street to march. That ain't my that's not my ministry. But y'all doing something and you need for somebody to get the typing fast and make some phone calls. That's why you throw your aunties and everybody up in the game. We can all run this, but the Olympic Committee is wrong. Shikari, oh my gosh, breaks my heart. It breaks my heart for black women not to be able to show up in any space as themselves, fully aware that the slings and arrows are coming, which is why so many of us dim our light. Let that sit in your heart for a minute. That is why so many of us dim our light because we know that the moment that we start shining in ways that make people uncomfortable, the moment that we start being authentically ourselves by blazing trails and being out there and just fucking shit up, like just, just showing up and showing the entire fuck out. The moment that we start doing that, we know that the slings, the arrows, the hate, the hateration will show up in the dancery. Uh, and that it, it sometimes seems like it'll just be a safer, easier space for you to dim your light or at least put a dimmer on it. But that's not what you're here for. And God didn't give you everything that he gave you in order for you to play small. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so when you when we see people do, who inspire us, even if it's in things that we ourselves personally can't do, and you see those people being attacked over and over again, once you see them start shining, it is supposed to serve as an example to you that you aren't supposed to shine. So you know what the fuck you need to do. <laughs> shine. <laughs> It's the remix, y'all. You know what it is. It's the time that we celebrate, honor, and elevate someone who is in their midlife of things, okay, who was in a space before and decided that at this part of their life, in this part of their life, they want to smack it up, flip it, rub it down, and remix that thing, right? Today, I am talking about Robin Moton. She makes history becoming the first black woman as a mayor of Beaumont, Texas. Robin is a native to Beaumont, Texas. She had spent many years of her life working with a very high-end company and decided, you know what, that's great. But if I really want to shift some stuff around here, I was going to say shit, but I don't think Robin would do that. <laughs> but I'm going to say it for you, Robin. Robin wanted to shift some shit in her community. And she was like, you know where I can really affect change is if I run for city council. And she did that. And she was a city council and she was a leader of the city council for almost 14 years. Then she decided, you know what, I'm going to up the ante on this thing because they ain't never seen a chick like me and so I'm gonna show up and show out and she did and so she defeated her uh, competition by winning by 52 percent in Beaumont Texas honey that is no small feat for any electoral victory election victory because 
you know, shenanigans, but she really made things happen. So after, like I said, after 32 years with AT&T, she decided to become part of city council. And then sis said, you know what? My black family, my community, they need somebody to be in the room. Boom. On city council. Oh, you know what? They need somebody to lead the room boom I'm running for mayor and she did and she won and so she is the first ever black woman and black person to be mayor of Beaumont Texas I I'm sick of saying first in 2021 but we will keep continuing to do what we do (laughs) yeah make things happen that's what we do that is what we do so shout out to you Robin Moulton you are this week's Remix. You thought that was all? Wait for the remix. Thank you, Robin. Thank you so much for your inspiration. Beaumont, Texas. Support your girl. Hey, hey. What's the poppin' topic? What's the poppin' topic? What's the poppin' topic this week? Hey, it it goes along with this entire reason for this podcast. It is about the physical aesthetics of getting older. Hmm. The youth culture obsession is um, disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to know that I think I read, um, I know I read, I didn't, don't think I read that most of young people, uh, start getting Botox, uh, young people with means, but they start getting Botox as young as the age of 18. You still have mother's milk on your forehead. You don't even need to worry about wrinkles on your forehead, but the aesthetics that go along with a broader narrative around aging. It even continues into the older community. So the midlife community, there is a premium on what I believe to be still things that are aligned with youth youth culture. I say youth, honey, like (laughs) just leaned all into my South Florida. We youth cultures. Um, yeah. So what that goes along with youth culture, what do I mean by that? Well, I mean that you see the women or men that are, are highlighted in, um, social media spaces, in advertising, in movies and film, uh, anything that is in the visual space, even those who are allowed um, to be elevated in speaking spaces, most of them still have an aesthetic that goes along with the things that people ascribe to youth. It's just that they are older. So normally, if they are an older woman, they have longer hair, right? You know, in the black community, we put a premium on long hair. Now, most communities have that, you know, your crown and glory situation. And so it's normally longer hair. It is not normally hair that has a a richer, deeper texture to it. So the kinks and the coils 
are not magnified. You don't see those gray. Uh, you don't see them, those hairs allowed to be in their natural state, right? So the women are normally thinner. Yes, correct. Uh, if they're on the Peloton, I still, I have a, a, you know, I still have a bee in my bonnet about Peloton that during the pandemic, especially black women bought a gang of Pelotons and I have yet to see them reach out to the black community. Hit me up, Kendra at YoFlyAuntie.com. If I'm wrong, please tell me because I want to know because I ain't seen it. That don't mean I, I see everything, but I haven't seen it. But yes, a more fit aesthetic, meaning um, that goes along with a, a body that looks like it is someone who is either naturally a, a more petite and or small and or s- more svelte body type, right? So you're not seeing short gray hair. You're not seeing more full figured bodies. You're not seeing people whose bodies are differently abled because we do know that a part of aging means that you might see someone who may have had a stroke, who may have been in an accident, who may, their body might not work well just because they're getting older, uh, arthritis, things of that nature. So it still travels from the youth culture into still the space of getting older in the midlife thing. And I think that it puts a great deal of pressure on people in midlife because they still are ascribing to the aesthetics of youth and trying to put youth into midlife. And it ain't working. It don't work. It don't work that way. Listen, y'all already are learning these lessons. And young people, you listening, you're going to learn them. Um, the things that you eat, you used to eat with no problem. You can't eat them no more because, you know, they show up in your lab work. They show up in your, your body. They show up in other places. You're busy because you're in the middle of things. That's midlife. So you might be in the middle of raising your children. You might be in the middle of helping your children with their grandchildren. You also might be in the middle of taking care of your mama and daddy. Middle, right? So you don't have the kind of time that you may have had before and you didn't have time then. You also may not have the will to be involved in the things that you were involved in before. They may not suit your body. They might not soothe your spirit. They may not feel good to you. It might not feel good to you to go run anymore. It might not feel good to you, to your body. So you have to be on the search for something else that will help you with your physical, mental, and your spiritual, right? Because moving your body is a part of all of that. And it also is troubling because it is very difficult to try to put yourself in the, I want to look like I used to, but I want to be in this age. You can't look like you used to. You might even be really close to it, but your body has changed. Your mind has changed. And physiologically, it gets harder and harder. Not impossible, but harder and harder. So how do we shift what the the narrative is on physical beauty as we get older, especially when we don't have the um, role models. Y'all remember when we were younger and black people would be on TV and people would just be like, did you see the black people on TV last night? And did you see, and did you see, and now you see black people in ads and, and stuff everywhere. You see them 
everywhere, but you don't necessarily see a reflection of you. So if the standard woman, that's just a loaded term because none of us are standard. We are all wonderful, right? Unique and wonderful. But the standard sized American woman is a size 14 or over. I don't see her nowhere. I don't see her anywhere. And I, I, and then if she, you do see her somewhere, she is the plus, not the normal. The normal <laughs> is a, a based around something that is, you know, very, I shouldn't say very, it is highly unlikely and extremely unattainable for a normal life. What if you live in a city where there's very few places for you to go and get your food. What if you live in a space where there's very few places for you to go and exercise? What if you don't have enough space in your house to exercise? These are not excuses. This is life. This is life. So what does that look like? And how do we change what we talk about? When we think about our mothers and our grandmothers and our aunts, and we look back on the way that their bodies evolved and that their immediate, the things that they started wearing were things that automatically were like this line of demarcation that they desexualized, de-womanized, de-feminized their appearance because to the world uh, that means that, okay, so you're over such and such of age. You can't have children anymore. That's trash. Uh, So um, your lot in life now is to be support for everyone else fuck that <laughs> we, we aren't doing that we're not doing that so what does it look like and how do we change hmm. I don't know I know that here uh, in my space and what I created with the yo fly auntie brand and as my moniker and when I do speaking engagements my whole thing is for people to understand is that midlife is not the end of life And it is an opportunity for you to live your life out in the most abundant way because in an authentically abundant way, because you don't have shit to lose. Not, not in a way like when you were 20 and you're like, you're super concerned about what people thought people gonna have something to say regardless, you know that now. And so you go ahead and you live your life as you want to, but where do we get a chance to see you? And for you to reflect out to other people other than on social media and in places where you can meet people around the world in real life, when you are taking in all of the things that are pushed to consumers, you don't normally say it. You just don't. And you certainly don't see us. And as I said about like the look of who you see, you're not going to see like, um, let's say a Lizzo with, um, a natural shortcut Lizzo at 50 y'all let's let's push Lizzo to 50 50 plus uh with a short haircut and uh, a gray hair um in a Cadillac commercial why did I say Cadillac I don't know let's say Tesla (laughs) let's say Tesla um yeah you won't see her why Cause that's what everybody I know that they look like beautiful, all shapes and sizes, all of the, the things that people ascribe to, uh, what will be beautiful. That's not what we see in our community. It's just not. And so to expand the conversation means that you have to start 
expanding it in your head and to stop saying the things that you say to yourself about what you want for yourself that you're trying to squeeze from your 20 year old into your, your 50. Your 50 is fine, honey. I see you out there just fine as wine. You no, know, ain't nobody worried about what size clothes you can't fit into no more. I'm talking about you as a person, you, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Just as you are. So to continue to change what we was to make, what we don't see, you know, what auntie Tony told us, if you, she wanted to read a book, right? She couldn't find it. So she wrote it. So if you want to see a different kind of physical aesthetic being represented on the world, keep being that keep doing that i'm gonna keep doing my part you do your part baby we're gonna go out here and shake some shit up we shaking the table we shaking the table (laughs) wait girl hold up i can't let you leave without something to take home let me get you some aluminum foil hey baby so this week's take home bag is brought to you by where we started with one shikari richardson in mind showing up in your absolute fullness all of it. This week, I want you to show up as you are, do a little something different than you normally would do. Even if it's your work environment, even if it's a conservative work environment, Shikari showed up full of all kinds of black girl magic, right? Hair, lace front, blowing in the wind, long nails, all of it, Uh, piercings, the whole thing. That might not be for you. It's not for me either. But my appreciation is that she showed up in her fullness and made people adjust, right? And it made them mad that they had to adjust because she didn't fit their narrative of what they wanted. A, a Olympian, the height of whatever the fuckness <laughs> that is, that is supposed to be the pinnacle. And she showed up as herself this week. I want to challenge you to take this home with you and to keep this with you this week in big places and in small spaces, but no place else. But if you can't do it nowhere else, do it in your mind, show up in your fullness, show up. Even if you like work in a conservative environment, change your, change your polish on your toes. You normally have a nice little nude, on there okay well you don't want to like wear a big like flashy color on your toes because ain't nobody gonna see your feet sis right uh put uh put your nude polish on and have them do a design on your toe or buy decals that's what i do all the time i don't pay the extra for the designs i bought a big pack of decals that you can put you know you put the decals on and then put a clear polish over it do something a little different shake shake shit up shake the table up for you in your personal space by allowing yourself to show up in all of those ways that you've been stopping yourself from showing up big and small, but it's always easy to start with something small. No one deserves you showing up more than you. Well, the clock on the walls is as all. You know I always have fun with I'm with you. This is the Yo Fly Auntie podcast and I am Kendra. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. Tell a friend, tell a friend, and tell a friend, and another one, and again, or two, to check this podcast out. I'll see y'all in real life or out on the internet, webs, and streets. Have an amazing week. 
don't forget to be fly. Bye-bye.